What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 605th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. Uh, hello. I am here. <laughs> we're, we're recording this early, so I'm trying to think of everything that's going to be happening in a week. Happy post-Valentine's Day. Yeah, you, happy post-go-tour. <laughs> Go-tour, Sinnoh-tour. Yeah. Yeah. Al is also here. Yeah, and I was going to say, I had great fun in America last this weekend, <laughs> but it kind of ruins it when you <laughs> beforehand. Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> Sorry. This episode will come out probably the the weekend after Go Tour, but Al and I and Hannah are recording now because, well, Al will be in America. <laughs> Hannah will also still be in America. <laughs> <laughs> i'll be in a different part than you all though yeah yeah we we have to record this early so it's edited and then it just goes up so we don't miss a monday so if there is any pokemon news that the, there's a time difference here we're literally recording this uh what is it eight days early yeah but that's okay uh this episode is going to be our predictions slash what we want slash what we don't want for Pokemon Day, I get asked that question a million times, and then we could be wrong on February 27th when Pokemon Day happens. You can come back and be like, oh, look at how wrong you three were, and that's that's fun in a sense. No news this episode was if there is any crazy breaking news when this comes out on the 19th, just know that it's recorded early. So that's pretty much all this episode I mean is. Hopefully they won't be releasing news like less than a week before Pokemon Day. That, that would, would be, be weird. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, you okay. know well, they, they released a little <laughs> bit this was, week. Yeah. They, re they released a little bit this week. It seems like we're starting to predict some of the things they may be coming out with. Uh, we can get to that. Do you want to? You do want to start, Hannah, with what they released this week, and maybe what that leads into for. Pokemon Day. Um, Hopefully, we're thinking of the same thing. I'm thinking of the card. Yes, yes, that I they was thinking announced. Of that. Okay, yes, they released a or, or announced a Cerulege card that I don't have the press release in front of me. <laughs> um, but they will be uh, giving out a Cerulege card at least in the U.S. and in Canada. I know that for sure. Mm -hmm. That people will be able to pick up from a couple of different retailers. I believe it's GameStop. And Best Buy here in the U.S., starting on something like the 24th or the 23rd, a 23rd. little before Pokemon Day. And it has a little Pokemon Day stamp on it, and it relates to the anime. Which is leading to my prediction, which I still think is going to happen. <laughs> the, the Rayquaza. Yeah. It's been the Rayquaza the entire time. It will always be the Rayquaza. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the, the, the Surreal Edge card, you can also get from Pokemon Center. It's just free with the purchase. They didn't say how much purchase is. Usually that's like 20 bucks or 15 bucks or that's what my guess would be. I don't know if I missed the free with purchase part. I was thinking of walking in and picking one up. But... I mean, it could be that Best Buy and GameStop does not care and you can walk in and pick one up. Uh, I'm probably just going to go the, the safer route <laughs> and just order something from the Pokemon Center and just not deal with humans talking to me. <laughs> Don't have to deal with any of the transportation then either. That's yeah, that's that's true. They did um so yeah, Cerulege is supposed to be in the Horizons anime, supposed to be. It's not like it hasn't been out for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, how many how many episodes are out there for you now, Al? 
18, I think, something like that. Quite a few. More than the 12 that you've been getting in drops, so... But we have um, even seen, when you get your drop, we'll be ahead of you. We have seen the character that has Cerulege, even in the little trailers and the first 10 minutes of the first episode they released in English a good time ago on YouTube. I believe the character is some sort of uh, minor antagonist, like rival to the main characters. So I think it's interesting that they're giving you the rival's Pokemon. Yeah. Is this is this like I could be wrong. I haven't seen <laughs> I more than the yeah, first I ten minutes. To, I don't know what to say, right? Because it's not it's not it's not in the first couple of episodes, and it's like I don't want to be. Spoiling, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, and then they something. did like a Dragapult Cerulege short. Yeah, that came little out animated short. Because Dragapult is a Gen Nine Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Al, without spoiling too much, is there a Dragapult in the anime? Is that why the short is Dragapult? I don't, I don't remember one. That doesn't mean there isn't one, but it's not. It's certainly not as prominent as the Cer- Cerulege if it is there. Okay. Uh, I saw a lot of confusion of why it wasn't Cerulege versus Armor Rouge in this like little short they did. I don't know, two ghost Pokemon, I guess. I mean, the poor little Gimme Ghoul gets stepped on, and he's a ghost as well in the, <laughs> in the short. <laughs> Always possible they were trying to involve one of the dragons for Year of the Dragon. Oh, Since that seems to that be another thing sense. they are leaning heavy into this year. This is not like a, a prediction or anything. I guess it's news that we wouldn't be talking about in the last week's episode. But they're so on PokemonCenter.com, they have usually done like here is something you can buy every month. And so they did those like Funko Pops, but they weren't Funko Pops. They were like made by Funko, but they didn't have the weird eyes. So they did Pikachu that one year and then they did Eevee the next. And then they they did like the ceramic things one year where it was like 12 ceramics. And I think they did something else last year that I can't remember. The only one I like committed to was like the initial Pikachu ones that they first did because they actually looked good and they were 15 bucks or whatever. This year they're doing dragon pins and they're $12.99 and they're really cool looking. And I think the first one is Garchomp. Uh, Yes, the first one is Garchomp and it has not sold out yet. Which my prediction is we're going to get a brilliant platinum, shining platinum for the Garchomp confirmed. That's why they're starting off with Garchomp. We're finally going to get our platinum. <laughs> no, it's because I, I love the I love the idea of them releasing two versions of platinum. <laughs> we still have to have two versions. That's what we do. <laughs> they learned their lesson from Legends. We didn't get as high sales numbers because there was only one of it. Right. We have to double dip constantly. Yeah, the the year of the dragon pins are cool. Okay, but this leads into my first serious prediction, uh, which is the the seven star shiny Rayquaza in Scarlet and Violet. They're leaning into the surreal edge with the anime. We know that shiny Rayquaza is coming to Pokemon Unite, so they didn't give up on that that concept altogether. And they have done a seven star or just a raid event. I don't know by the time this episode goes up, if my YouTube video goes up, I like spent four hours documenting every single Pokemon Day and what actually happened on Pokemon Day and what didn't. And for the last five years, there has been a raid event on Pokemon Day. A lot of those raid events were Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. But the, there was, this, there was the, the, the hard Mewtwo in, in Sword and Shield that everyone, I, I think everyone loved. I, I've. The Mewtwo and Sword and Shield. I thought it was cool. There was the Gigantamax, Blastoise, Venusaur, and Charizard in Sword and Shield. 
There was the um, Gigantamax Pikachu in Sword and Shield. Then there was the Water Terra type Pikachu in Scarlet and Violet. And there was one more that I can't think of. There's no way there's not going to be a seven star, right? Like, I think we're all on board with that. Probably, yeah. 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 It's an easy thing for them to do that builds up hype without them having to do much. It's right? an assuming easy they don't... pattern for them to continue. <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> assuming they don't manage to break the game with it again. Um, True. <laughs> but here's my question. Have we... I don't think we've had a Scarlet and Violet raid event that isn't catchable yet, have we? That isn't catch- we had to I, two- think, I think they let you catch the Rayquaza because you can only catch one. They, I think they figured you think, that You think they will let you... Because... Interesting. I mean, it's possible. It just we had we did have the Mew, the Mewtwo that you were mentioning, and there was the the Zeraora one as well. Um, my my guess Sword would Shield, be neither of them were catchable. If Sword and Shield raids weren't, they weren't like broken. I don't want to say like they weren't broken, but I don't think they figured out how you could only catch one. Okay. So like, I feel and like definitely if, done that here. If Urshifu or Glassroot Inspector, if you could only catch one, and they weren't. Like weirdly mm-hmm. programmed, not weirdly programmed. They were just—they probably just didn't think of that at the time. I think those raids would have been more exciting than like, oh, you can battle Glastier and Spectre, or you can't do anything with them except battle them. Yeah, it's like, why would I even do that? At least with the Zero Aura, it was like battle what a half a million Zero Aura, and then you get—we will send you one through Pokemon Home. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. this would be like you can do Shiny Rayquaza. This is my guess, and then you can catch one of them. And then you can keep doing it for rewards, just like the mightiest Mark Mewtwo. Yeah. 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 I guess that makes sense because if you, if it's not that it's a particularly difficult thing to, if you have caught this, then make you not, not let you catch it again. Um, If you hadn't thought about that from when you were initially implementing raids, it's probably more difficult to implement that later on. Whereas if they then thought, oh, we'd really like to do this one where you can only catch one and the programmers went... Why didn't you telling us this now? So you should have told us that two years ago. And so they're well, we'll put that into the into the list of things to do for Scarlet and Violet, and that's why we got them in this one. <laughs> yeah, and while we haven't had a legendary shiny like this distributed in raids before, we have had distributed legendary shinies in the past. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that wouldn't be a fully new thing. I just found two of them in an old cartridge a couple days ago. <laughs> I also like compare. A lot of, if you don't play Pokemon Go, maybe you don't understand this, but there are certain legendaries in Pokemon Go that brings back people slash makes Niantic a lot of money. And the number one is Mewtwo. <laughs> Anytime Mewtwo comes back, like the the amount of players just in a general area wanting to do Mewtwo dramatically increases. Even my oh, yeah. mom, who like, <laughs> she still plays Pokemon Go for years she was like uh, the only pokemon i care about is mewtwo like i just want a mewtwo and poke i'm like what this mewtwo's appeared like six <laughs> times and she's like i never got it the first six times i want the mewtwo I was like, okay well, let's go get a mewtwo this weekend um the second pokemon that i think is the second most popular legendary just based off pokemon go is rayquaza it like that also just drives people like no one is running out to do reg ice i'm sorry reg ice no one cares about you if there was a seven star reg ice and scarlet and violet people would be like skipping this week no one <laughs> just no <laughs> it's not happening Ouch. for you man <laughs> you got to do it for the collection but yeah you're not you're not going to be repeating it i don't think <laughs> and they've made people pretty tired of ho and lugia 
in Go specifically. <laughs> yeah, that's Do you think true. they've realized that though? <laughs> like, I'm not sure. When, when something, <laughs> we, are we not getting them again in like two weeks or something? <laughs> I feel like Ho-Oh and Lugia in in Pokemon Go is like Groundhog Day. It's like what, what is happening right now? What is getting reset? You can always rely on it to come back. If it's not seven star shiny Rayquaza, I I, do, I just don't think they're gonna do like. Marina or Sceptile or... It's going to be Captain Pikachu or whatever the Pikachu with the captain's hat's called. Mm, yeah, he's called he's called Captain Pikachu. Okay. I would love that. Just in that would be Scarlet fantastic. and Violet. They've had hat Pikachus in games before. I mean, that would yeah. be cool too. It's not in the game data, so they would need an update for it. But yeah, I, I was they... thinking they could... I was thinking uh, like maybe they bring Armored Mewtwo in or something like that on the same <sighs> that sort of cool. guys. Bring that back to Pokemon It wouldn't tie Go. into anything. That was a Pokemon Day thing where they introduced Armored Mewtwo in Pokemon Go and then they brought the clone Pokemon. That was, was. literally the Pokemon Day before It was Pokemon Day COVID. 2020. Yep. Yep. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why almost no one has it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> For the seven star raids, currently they are going in order of um, Blaziken was Crispin's Pokemon and Polion was... Amorous's Pokemon, so technically next would be Primarina, but that would be on pause for whatever Pokemon Day is, and then after Primarina would be the Dragon Sceptile, because we all know Sceptile is going to be Dragon Terra type. Uh, and then who knows what they're going to do after that, besides like the rest of the starters. Uh, I, I do think they're going in order, but I don't think like they're going to celebrate Pokemon Day with Superior. <laughs> that does seem unlikely. It really seems like they're tying everything into the anime. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's their big thing this year. Speaking of which, the anime... Which seems like an odd thing, sorry. It seems like an odd thing that they're doing considering there's such a gap between Japan getting it and everybody else oh, getting it. Yeah, yep. I know. Like, it's... Like, that feels like something they would do once they got Simulcast going and they were like, hey, we're going to celebrate the fact that you can all watch the anime all at the same time by giving you this bunch of anime-related stuff. But no. Uh, unless... <laughs> Part of the anime is they're going to announce a movie for Japan because usually Japan gets the movie first and then we get it yeah. later. And it's been yeah because we haven't had one since was it twenty nineteen? Oh, we did have twenty twenty, but it didn't get released in the normal way. So there was <laughs> there's that twenty twenty Pokemon Day striking again. <laughs> yeah, that was the Zerud movie. Yep. Yeah, yeah, which we got eventually. <laughs> uh where where they they actually. Uh, had a character spoiler for the Zerud. Hey, it's been it's been five five four years for the Zerud movie. I'm going to spoil years. this for you. The 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 darkest Pokemon movie to date because they actually show a human character murder two other characters. He drives them off the road and makes them crash their car. That has never happened in a Pokemon movie. And sometimes there's implied like we've hurt you from a character. Usually it's like the humans hurting the Pokemon in some way, whether it's like chains or 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 whatnot. But it is never a human character hurting another human character to the point where like the kid is like, my parents are gone forever. Like, what a weird turn in that movie. <laughs> also, that movie's yeah, pretty you good. Can't, you can't even I, I enjoyed it. You it can't even like be good. like, oh, there's a bit of ambiguity around it because like the whole point of this story is no your parents are dead this is how it happened <laughs> yeah yeah there's no there's no like maybe this didn't happen 
<laughs> none of that is i was like my jaw was actually on the floor when they showed that scene i was like oh <laughs> that's how this is okay <laughs> Hey, that movie's pretty that's good. That's how Pokemon movies finished. <laughs> that's how they stopped making them. The ultimate ending. <laughs> I think the Pokemon movies were overall were pretty successful, at least in the, the, the East, maybe not as much in the West, but I don't know why they would just stop doing them. Especially because well, my like, question is where what were they planning to stop it? Like was that planned to be the last one they've made? Or did they have plans for other ones? And then when COVID delayed that one, they just kind of gave up. Like, do they have storyboards for other films? Do they have half-made, half-animated ones? Don't know. Well, what, what is and that? Would mo- the movies keep going with Ash? Or would they keep <laughs> going with the new characters? Well, yeah. I feel like they're probably... I, I feel like just because of the the so much focus on the anime, I feel like if they're to show a movie, it would be... The new characters. The new characters. I feel like they're yeah, all in. that's how I'm feeling too. I don't feel like they would be doing all of this promotion with all of the new anime and then go to a movie with Ash. Yeah. No, I think I think Ash is coming back, whether that's in like a cameo or a movie. In the, but I feel like they they got to like, they got to let it age a little bit. Got to let it, uh, what, what is that called with wine? <laughs> it's, it's aging. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. You had the word, Steve. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got, got a little, little, what about this? They got to let it marinate a little bit longer. There you go. That's different. <laughs> Perfect. You got to age and marinate at the same time. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tie everything together here. Uh, that Captain Pikachu is for sure coming to Pokemon Go for Pokemon Day. Like that has kind of been spoiled at this point since it's because Niantic likes to push their updates like two weeks in advance and then everyone just figures it out. Yeah. But I think they have to do that That's... because sometimes things get held up in the app store. So they have to like put it in early so it doesn't get approved or denied. Well, kind of, but I, I'm pretty sure this data is not tied to an app update. It's your game downloading it from the server. But you still want to make sure that that's like everybody has it. You don't want people hearing about the event and going on to log on and then your game takes ages to get it because it hasn't downloaded that update. You mm. want it to have it at least a few days beforehand. To summarize, we have Shiny Rayquaza and Unite, Cerule Edge promotion happening right now in the TCG slash the little animated short, and Captain Pikachu coming to go. That's all anime tie-in. And yeah, they're exactly. going to talk about the anime. <laughs> It kind of now is maybe it's like making more sense why the anime was delayed two weeks because they wanted to maybe talk about all of it because I think originally it was supposed to come out on the 23rd, which is just four days before Pokemon Day. And now it's coming out on the 7th, I think it's coming out like a week after Pokemon Day. I wouldn't be surprised if the delay in the anime was just Netflix has something else it wants to get out that day and it doesn't want two groups of people all dealing with those things at once all getting on on the same day to watch stuff and also you've got to spread out your big releases um so that you always have something exciting coming i would i don't i don't suspect it was changing anything or because of this because i feel like they would have tied it into it this way so it's there so that people can get it when you announce it right because otherwise it's oh, like yeah. oh yeah here are all this stuff about the anime and yeah 
in the it US. Sure you can watch it in a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It sure is going to be interesting weird. to see the Pokemon Day announcements and say, this is the anime. All of you have access to it right now and you've seen it, except for the people in the US who are going to have it in another week. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Since Unite has come, they've done something in Unite pretty much every year. Well, oh yeah, so I guess... For for Unite, we know, so there was the one year where they did Hoopa, and then I think it was last year they did Zacian, and then this year is going to be Maridon, probably, because <laughs> we know Maridon is coming. But Spoilers. We also, we also know Cerule Edge, and that, the Cerule Edge thing makes way more sense now. We talked about this two weeks, well, last week, but technically two weeks ago with Greg, that like Cerule Edge is there. And now that they're promoting Cerule Edge so hard, I don't know if Cerule Edge is going to like debut the same time as Maridon or like two weeks after. It'll or It'll debut at the same time as the anime. <laughs> yeah, there you US. go. That's why. <laughs> um, but now the, well, they could at least announce that Cerule Edge is coming. They've done that before where they're like three characters coming. Here's the first one today. Yeah. Um, but now the Cerule Edge in, in Unite is making more sense as well. But they haven't. That's the one that didn't have any data, any data for testing, right? Yeah, that would be pretty quick to roll it out then. But we'll see. I think they still announce it. I think they still say it's coming. Here's a, here's a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of wish they were doing both of them, Cerulege and Armorouge. I think those two go together well as a pair, but they definitely got the most popular one. Yeah. All right, I, I've talked enough. Al, what do you think is coming for Pokemon Day? Well, or what so do you think, want at least? Think is coming? or Well, yeah, because those are two different, two very different things. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to say a thing that lots of people will hate is I want a new game. <laughs> I want a new main scene. Not, not, prob you know, not like uh, a new, like what we would call Gen 10 or whatever. But I want something. Um, I, I, I think, it, I mean, personally, what I want is another game with catching like Pokemon Legends. I want something like that. That I think is has by far been my favorite game uh, of recent times, and I think we need more of that. I think that's fun. Uh, will we get that? Probably not. <laughs> I think um, the 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 current expectations are that if we're getting a game, it's probably going to be Gen Five remakes. What I think would be fun if they did that, because the question then is, or oh, do you do Black and White, or do you do Black and White Two, or do you do a Black and White Three, a sequel? I say you do both black and white and black and white two into one game and you can play through them both. They like that would be money way too much to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Probably, I don't think yeah. they would do that many remakes for them. Well, they could do DLC. Yeah, I guess. But they don't seem to do DLC as much in the non they're still main series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> new, brand new. Yeah, I just want to remind the, the everyone they released Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl with none of the benefits of Platinum. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to put that out there. And hopefully you, they've learned their lesson. You asked what I wanted, Steve, not that's what I true. thought was going to happen. That's, that's true. But it could, I mean, they could absolutely do that where they go, here's Black and White, and then they announce, after Black and White, they announce three months later, oh, and we're going to add Black and White 2 onto those games with our. Uh, with a dlc it kind of it stops it being oh we're just going to sell you both games because then that ends up being what, 120 dollars if you want both of them um you know the 90 seems to be a lot more palatable for people especially if it's coming later on as well but i, ca I can't see them 
I can't see them releasing both of them as remakes individually. That just seems like a bit I much. Yeah. I, I think my I think my only pushback is like black two, white two are not platinum emerald crystal. They are they are completely new stories. You there are you start on the whole other side of the map even when like when you when you walk. As much as I would like a black and white remake as well. I think it's one, I think it's a little too soon. Two, I think it's more complicated than people are just giving it credit for. Uh and what I mean by that is like I th- I think I think just like Diamond and Pearl, it's easy to mess up. Like I I don't know if they I, I there's probably some people out there that like like the 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 fact that Diamond Pearl is like a a faithful remake, but I I don't think that like it's particularly fun. Like like here, let me just lay out like the start of Black and White, and I've said this a lot this week on my Twitch stream. When you go when w- because Black and White takes a lot of like um similarities to like the original red and blue where like the p-dove is the pidgey line the rock and roller is the geodude line the sock and thrower the hitmonlee hitmonchan which there's nothing wrong with that i i I don't that's never had a problem with that i know some people did but like never had a problem with that when you start black and white let me lay this out for you i remember it very well route one your choices are p-dove and purloin that's it route two your choices are p-dove purloin and lily pup Route three, your choices are P-Dove, Lillipup, what was the other one? <laughs> and like Tim Pole, right? Like you have this very, very old style of Pokemon game where like that's how je- that's how the first four were kind of built up. Well, like I guess like Ruby and Sapphire and Diamond Pearl at least had like here are new Pokemon, but also here are old Pokemon. Like it just feels so archaic. Um, and when you're, when you come from a game like Scarlet and Violet or Sword and Shield, which is just like kind of, well, Scarlet and Violet more so, or here, let's use Legends Arce- Arceus. So when you come from like the Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet and you go like here, go anywhere, catch anything. Again, there's, you can't really go anywhere in Legends. There's five areas, but you know what I mean? To back to like, okay, here's the only route you have. Here's two Pokemon you can catch. Like it's very, it feels very slow. Now on top of that, on top of that feeling very slow, you you have the whole dream world, and I would argue that the dream world was so ahead of its time for black and white, where you you would like log into a website, go into your 3ds, say you're connecting to the thing. If we're getting black and white, whether that's this year or next year or in five years, right? How are they going to do that? Because I don't think they can just like ignore that part of the game. I think they have to either build a mobile app or a website and then somehow have maintenance. Who kn- they probably put that on Ilka. Like, hey, Ilka, you made Pokemon Home. Now make a like a dream world site. <laughs> as much as I would like black and white. I do think, one, it's too soon. There, It took 15 years to remake Diamond and Pearl. It was supposed, you know, it came out on the fifth. Well, it missed the 15th anniversary by like two months. And for at least for black and white, we're only on year. F- this would be the 14th anniversary for Japan, and it would be the 13th anniversary for the U.S. because it came out six months later. So we're not even oh, up yeah. to 15 years for black and white. <laughs> so it does seem a little soon, I guess. Just a little Possibly. bit, Possibly. but not that soon. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it doesn't sound like something would be like, oh, I can't believe you're making this. Like, it's so soon after it was released that I can't believe that you would be... Like, it feels like a whole... 
a whole different time ago. Gen five, like I think the Gen six being three D and and being coming out in twenty thirteen, like and and maybe this is a me thing, but that it feels like it's the second era of Pokemon. And it feels like everything before that was one era. And then we went into, boom, this is the second era. And this is pointless, right? It doesn't matter. It's just a term. It's just a thing. Sure, sure, but it sure. just, it, I think if they were to remake X and Y, that would feel absolutely wild. Which like, that game just celebrated 10 years. Doing this. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't believe you would be doing this just now. I don't think I would feel the same about Gen 5 because it feels like... It doesn't just feel like a couple of years earlier than X and Y. It feels like a lot more than that. We also know that in the DLC with Blueberry Academy, they did pay homage to Black and White quite a lot. And I know that there are some people speculating that maybe we got that instead of remakes. No, I don't which think that. Would, hmm? Uh, there, there's Probably no way they just not. don't remake black and white just because they love money <laughs> well we know they have multiple teams going on in their company presumably the people who made legends are the ones who have been working on whatever game is going to come out next unless the teams have shuffled up quite a bit so they've had they've had a team that's made a game that we all like quite a lot that was a very new maybe not we all that many people liked quite a lot. There was a very new style of game that we haven't seen before. I guess what I'm going into this Pokemon day with is that if we see a new game, I want it to be something new and surprising. I've really enjoyed seeing Let's Go and Legends come out and be totally new kinds of things. That is a good point because I think we've had a few different ways of them doing remakes. Or however you want to call it, they've right? all been bad because <laughs> I don't. Legends was good. Well, that's not a. I mean, does the remix remix? So if you if you or us was also good. To, mm, yeah. So sure. so the, so there were okay. <laughs> so I feel In like retrospect most of is better them, than what we got. <laughs> it's better than probably Diamond Shining Pearl. That's for sure. But that is a good, like, this is the thing, right? That was, it feels like the, the outlier in so much as like, it wasn't trying to just do the exact same game again with modern quality of life improvements. It was trying to do, this is what we have as a Pokemon game. Let's map that game onto this, right? It, it, it felt like X and Y, but in that world, right? It was, it was a combining of those two things. It wasn't just like, here's your same style of pokemon game that you had back then just with more modern graphics and then you got you go back to if we ignore let's go for just now because that's a whole complicated thing uh <laughs> you they then went back to your more traditional this is just the same game but maybe with some quality of life improvements not in this case um <laughs> but also with updated graphics and and then there's let's go which is a whole other thing which is trying to rethink that a little bit but still kind of stick to how the game worked but definitely with a lot of quality of life improvements and some some would say failed but some experiments with how you play the pokemon game um you know we we don't need to debate whether those worked or whatever and then some people do consider legends a remake of some kind i i mean i think it's it's not a remake but I can see the the feeling of this is 
this is like taking those games having a different story and making it a completely new game and it's experimenting with things in the same way that let's go was but in a different way yeah <laughs> it's the same I mean, but it's different. still revisiting an old region it's not a remake exactly. in that term but if they just continue on and instead of doing direct remakes start to do revisits i so think that, some people so- would be excited about that so that's my question. Like, if they were doing a, a Gen 5 remake, which one would they do? Would, I don't think they're going to do what they did with Oras, where they're going to go, here is a Gen 5, but like Scarlet and Violet, right? Like, I think that would be wild, because that feels like way too much work to do for a remake for them. But I also can't see them just doing Brilliant Diamond Shine, Shining Pearl again. Like, it's just the same game, just with different graphics. I think people overlook that Let's Go and Legends are very similar games i think they're i think they're both trying to accomplish the same thing i think they're they're both games that are focused more on catching than they are on battling uh i think they're games that are um neither of those games have breeding neither of those games have like a lot of the social features that do accompany pokemon games um both of those games have mass release both of those games have a unique catching style both of those games revisit an old region and like retell the story slightly, um, even though like they both have very similar like points. Like Let's Go wanted to like remind you about the Cubone stuff, and um, Legends wanted to remind you about like the the Dialga Palkia Giratina stuff. Like right, they they both hit on certain things. I, I and I could go on and I could go on about how they're they're more similar than people think, but I don't know if you can do like a black and white version of that whatever that is without just also putting out remakes of black and white like i don't think you can go like here's a let's go slash legend style black and white which whatever like whatever that is whatever that's named i'm cool like i'll take anything but (laughs) I, i still think you have to put out here is just a remake of black and white because we know that nostalgia sells very very well and like what if they what if they just ported it though would that that would do the same thing Oh, just port like if they literally went, you can buy black and white on the Switch. Oh, I'm 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 out. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> you're I telling me you would not. For them to do you're, that. you're telling me you wouldn't. You wouldn't buy that. No, I would, but like, like look, like Gen Three fans had it good. Like they they did get the best remake. Gen Four fans in shambles. They <laughs> they, got, they got the worst remake. <laughs> but they also got Legends. They did. That's true. They got legends. Yeah, I, legends. <laughs> I. I still think like even even the in the development side of thing things, I still think it's like too soon. Um, like legends is only two years old. So if 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 normally how this works, yeah, legends just hit two years. Yes, but it came not. I mean, I guess it. There were a few years before that after Let's Go. But if you're comparing Let's Go to Legends and thinking of those as sequential games. That was way more than three years. Between what and mm-hmm. what? Let, let's Go and Legends. It's 2024. <laughs> so that means it was Legends came out in 2022. Yeah, and that was 2018. 20, so yeah, that was 2018. So it's, it's, it's basic, if, if you assume that Legends was delayed by two months, it's exactly three years. Yeah, so it's only been two years for Legends. That's a whole year of development. Yeah, just not, no, no, yeah, but the game's not coming out now. The game's coming out at the end of the year. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, I guess. They don't release, they don't really, they don't announce a game on February coming out in March. Be, hey, <laughs> like, that would be weird. No, the, the mar, mar, <laughs> March not, would be the. <laughs> March would be some no anniversary way, of Black and White. No way they would do that. No, I don't, I don't think so either. But like, if you have the. So normally it would be that the main team goes from generation to generation. So when we're done with Gen 7, we start Gen 8. They said this. They they have said this in multiple ar- articles yep. and interviews. When we're done with Gen 8, we started on Gen 9. So we're done with Gen 9. That main team is now working on Gen 10, which that ain't coming out. We, we can all safely say that Gen 10 ain't coming out anytime soon. <laughs> and then... Hopefully not. I hope Probably we can not. safely say that. <laughs> <laughs> and so if the main team is working on Gen 10, then the side team would have been working on the DLC, which just finished coming out because who else is working i on don't the, think the side team has always worked think, on the dlc they've said that too the main team of, the main team they? of scarlet the main team of sword and shield did not work on the dlc that was a completely omori was not in charge of any of that that was a completely different team okay okay i mean i feel like you're ignoring ilka well ilka ain't we doing a legend um <laughs> no like uh, i don't like y- you can say you should be ignoring it but i don't think they'll just go Oh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl wasn't dealt with well. Let's just never do anything with Ilka again. No, I don't think I don't that's think so not either. how these things work. Hopefully, if Ilka does another game, they give them a little more time to do it. Yeah. So when when was the decision made of like Ilka's now in charge of BDSP and we need to get this out to celebrate the fifteenth anniversary? And from everything I've heard from people who are close to the Pokemon Company and people who have been around the pokemon company is that that schedule got messed up that bdsp was supposed to come out in september on the 15th anniversary exactly to celebrate and then legends was supposed to come out in november and if when they just released sales numbers and you can see that bdsp sold more than legends which is mind-blowing because everyone agreed that bdsp was bad compared to legends two games versus one but, and there was two games versus one. But the mo- most st- important, the most important part is Legends missed Christmas. That's the most important part. Okay. And if I was a kid, well, I guess fifteen year old, sixteen, fourteen year old, still a kid. If, if even if I'm a kid, I'm not getting a game unless it's my birthday or unless it's Christmas. Fair enough. And yeah. and I, I think I think Legends missing Christmas is a huge part of why it's didn't didn't outsell BDSP. Yeah, because there was the huge online wave of everyone being super happy with it. It got all of the good online hype that yeah, one main, could ever the, hope for. The main for complaint for about Pokemon Legends was game. it was ugly. That was that was literally the main complaint. And it wasn't. If <laughs> you <laughs> look, that game had three I still colors. Think it was a beautiful game. Brown, it's blue, a and green. <laughs> game. It was very intentional. A color I, palette. Yeah. I I I I will go to my death with saying that game looked good. Um, I. I I can't see them doing that again. I can't see them going two games, two sets of games, however you want to define a set, right? Two different things. I can't see them doing that in that sort of time frame again. Like that just feels like too too much to deal with marketing wise. Like Especially I don't when think they're it's still just... they're still riding Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't think that it would I think you're the Christmas point is a very good point. But had they released the two months earlier that they were meant to, I feel like Legends is still selling less 
a very small amount of that is going to be because it's two games. I don't think the number's huge. Yeah. We'll never, we'll likely never know. But I think that what people do is they go, oh, there's a new Pokemon game. We'll buy that Pokemon game. And then another one comes out two months later and they go, no, I'm not buying another Pokemon game for my kid. Right? They just got one. Yeah. When they're full-sized, fully-priced games, that's something that also makes yeah. sense. They clearly want to go in new directions. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. doing new things. But the problem is that they also have an entire fan base that expects remakes not revisits and i think they're that uh legends and brilliant diamond shining pearl was kind of the point where they were caught between that that they wanted to do something new but they still had to appeal to the fan base that wanted the the very much faithful remake <laughs> and that's why you dump it on ilka i hate to say this but i think it is more <laughs> likely for us to get a third dlc for scarlet and violet <laughs> instead of us getting black and white this year and i don't want that if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time i don't want that it also doesn't seem likely at all no no i um, i mean i so so here's here's my 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 other thing that i've been thinking about i i mentioned this in jest as a black and white three right but they absolutely could do a black and white three Right? That's a sort of thing they could do. And they could do that however they want. Now, granted, that doesn't give you the, oh, it's a remake crowd. It doesn't make them happy, right? But if you make it a black and white three, it doesn't. you don't compare it to black and white one and two because you're not going, oh, it doesn't have this thing. It doesn't have that thing. You don't have to have the, oh, should it be fake? You can do it how you want to do it in 2024 or 2025. And I think you still get some of that goodwill of it's a Gen 5 game. I don't think you if, can do if that they were doing a black and white three. And if they were doing a black and white three, I don't I wouldn't expect it for another stretch of time because that's that's a whole different kind of game where you have to plan out an entirely new storyline. Hmm. Which yeah. Legends did have, but it was a shorter storyline. But bear in mind, those are different. That's not the same as development time. Legends right? is also a really small that... game. Like the thing about yeah. Let's they... Go and Legends is they're both really tiny games compared to Scarlet and Violet and Sword and Shield. They're 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 very tiny. I mean, there's a lot of replayability but... there. Don't get replayability <laughs> confused with like from start to finish. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I guess my point is like you don't writing a story is not the thing that takes time in a game in game development that's fair you know in a year you could easily if if you're a good writer now that's obviously a big thing and if you don't end up with other issues you could write multiple game stories in a, in a year like i don't think going oh and, and there and as we've discussed before they have they've decided this like years ago like what we are talking about now and what happens this year was already decided years oh, sure, ago. Oh, sure, sure. They're, they're that, not, they're also not making why... these decisions today. They didn't make these decisions last year. They didn't make them the year before. They probably made them before Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl came out, you know? Yeah, but that's also why I, I guess I didn't say this. I don't think there will be a game this year. I think that if I think if you look at all the Pokemon days, which I spent four hours doing, that there are a lot of duds in Pokemon days. And some people will be like, oh, what, what about the year they announced the DLC? Sword and Shield. They didn't do that during Pokemon Day. 
What about the year they announced Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee? They also didn't do that during Pokemon Day. If we're taking in consideration that all like they have their they have like a ten year schedule or whatever planned out for all their games, which I'm sure they do. That would be insane if they didn't. If they don't know what's coming down ten years of line, we also have to take in consideration that Scarlet and Violet and Legends and BDSP were all still being made when COVID happened and everyone had to move to work at home. So if anything, there's like now they're probably finally getting back on schedule and back up to date. So this would be the year that they could probably get away with skipping something, which I think is fine because you you can't be a Pokemon fan and be like, man, Scarlet and Violet was so rushed. It's so buggy. I keep falling through the floor and then be like, why is there not a game this year? Like you can't have both. Like you could say both, but like... <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think I think you're conflating two things slightly. So one is, yeah, you're right. If the, even if something comes out this year, it doesn't mean they're going to announce it on Pokemon Day, right? They have announced things not on Pokemon Day. Yeah, but sometimes they announce it. At both Worlds. those, both those cases, <laughs> um, both of those cases, they still released something that year. We haven't. It's been close to a decade since we haven't had something main series releasing in Pokemon. And I think this is the year they skip. <laughs> I mean, they could. I just, I just don't see it happening. Like, I think they've gotten into this rhythm of we're going to have a big release every year. And sometimes that's DLC. Sometimes that's remakes. Sometimes that's brand new games. But it's, I, I think, I don't think it's coincidence that it's been nearly 10 years. There wasn't a 10-year gap between any of the, the, the other gaps and it's not a like a pattern thing i'm not trying to do a pattern thing right i I just think that that's what they like to do i also think they don't have to do a main series game they can do a pretty big spin-off and that could be something new right that doesn't have to be a poken or a snap or a mystery dungeon that could be something like a like a a pikachu kart racer right like that could be like anything (laughs) pokemon dash (laughs) 2 no not that The problem is that even even the biggest side games, spin-off games, don't sell anywhere near the main series games. Um, but the I mean, the interesting thing about side games is that they they've done a lot fewer of them recently as well, and maybe that's COVID. Like we we only got Detective Pikachu last year. Um, New I can't remember. There was that. one. Yeah, and like we've basically been the last few years, we've got one non-mobile spin-off game because obviously there's the there's unite and there's unite sleep go masters cafe remix yeah, exactly. can't forget so about of... cafe remix <laughs> <laughs> so but even like yeah they don't they just don't sell as much like at all like the the best selling side game has was pokemon pinball at five million so you're saying and... al i understand i'm following pokemon <laughs> pinball later this year okay <laughs> And and the worst selling, if we ignore the virtual console releases of of the games, the worst selling main series game was Pokemon Crystal at six million. So the worst selling main series game outsold the best selling side game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That no, you're 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 right on that. I just yeah. think if if there if 
you know, Nintendo came out and they said, we're listening. We've heard you. We've heard the complaints, right? Like that was a real thing they said. Uh, uh, you know, apparently Mr. Joe Serebi and other people close to Pokemon have said like, no, Game Freak has understood that they messed up with Scarlet and Violet, right? Maybe not messed up, but they've heard the complaints. I just think when you take all that in consideration, at a certain point, they have to skip a year. And maybe it's this year, maybe it's next year, because they're not going to skip 26, because 26 is their 30th anniversary, right? Yeah, so we're on 24. Next year would be 25. 26 would be 30. I'm just, when, I, when I think 30th anniversary, which is 2026, something I feel like has to give between now and then to make sure that they're not behind for their 30th anniversary. And I feel like this would be the year they would be a little bit lighter. I'm totally okay with a black and white game, a Gen 2 game. Heck, give me remakes of Gen 7. Whatever you want to do this year, I'm okay with that. I am just setting expectations that I feel like if there's going to be a lighter year, this one kind of makes sense. One other element that I may throw out there that would make a lighter year make sense is all of the increasing rumors saying that a Switch... Uh, a sequel like the next console is going to potentially happen this year and i know those have been happening those rumors have been going on oh, for the yeah. last five years look if i but- keep saying gen 6 remakes <laughs> i will eventually be right <laughs> but it's starting to feel a little more concrete this year and i feel like that would make skipping this year in main series pokemon games make sense yeah i don't think pokemon have ever cared about that like you're the one who wanted pokemon z I guess that wasn't Z. That was Stars, wasn't um, it? Yes, I got my yeah, stars. Timeline no, the, mixed up there. Right, rumors, rumors, and what they actually do are completely different. Right, like it's just they've the switch. They started looking like they might care, and that's when they eventually they came out with Let's Go, uh, eighteen months after the switch came out, and that was the fastest they've done a new console. Right, like it, it was like black and white. Were after the three DS came out. Never mind black and white too. Like it just—they've never really gone. We must be no, on the I newest console. Black and white was still before 3DS. Black and white two was definitely after 3DS came out, though. How was Because I got I got 3DS on launch day, and because I was poor, I had to sell my DS. I had to do the trade in, and uh, this this is a this is a Japanese release date versus yeah not I Japanese had, release date. I had date. the DS XL for black two, white two, and that was brand new. I th- I, th- I think the- we still get one more Pokemon game on Switch before Switch Two. I just think there are think so. too many Switches out there to ignore that your your player base is so big. Let's take a break because I I have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and then we'll do we'll do a short segment of maybe like other things of Pokemon Day that isn't main series because we could we could talk in circles for this. There's a couple other things they could be announcing, so we'll take a quick break and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Me Undies. At some point in our love lives, we've all asked our partners the same age-old question that you've been asking for thousands of years. How do these look? While Me Undies don't know the actual answer to that, or if your partner gave you the truth, this Valentine's Day, you can look good in style with Me Undies. Every Valentine's Day needs a Valentine's night, and Me Undies is the perfect fit to get you in the right mood. Look, Me Undies has styles for everyone, from black classics to fun to expressive prints. Me Undies has a look for every single one of you listening. I'm wearing Me Undies right now as we're recording this podcast. And I know what you're thinking I have enough underwear. 
MeUndies isn't just about underwear. You can explore their lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. On top of that, they have a problem-free philosophy. If you are not happy with your first pair of undies, it's on the house. MeUndies will take them back. Well, not take them back, but you know, <laughs> you won't have to worry about it. This Valentine's Day, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. You can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. That is MeUndies.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. This podcast is brought to you by Mint Mobile. On average, it takes about 30 days for a person to break their New Year's resolution. So if saving money was on your 2024 list, your odds are not looking that great. Luckily, we have a 100% guaranteed way to save you money this year. Just switch to Mint Mobile. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at just $15 a month. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. You can even use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with your same contacts. Hey, if you have an iPhone like me, you can just pop that Mint Mobile SIM card in and it works great, especially if you travel and play Pokemon Go. Maybe that's all you do on your phone. Maybe you just play a lot of Pokemon Go. You barely make phone calls. You barely text. You want to save money? Mint Mobile might be for you. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. That is mintmobile.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month over at mintmobile.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Additional taxes, fees, restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for more details. And we are back from our break. All right. Well, we, we asked Al what they wanted. They said black and white. And then we went on a 30 minute tangent about whether that's happening or not, <laughs> um, which is cool. Like if it happens, cool. If it doesn't, um, Hannah, what would you like? I kind of said it in there. I want something new. I want something a little surprising. I want something that is out of left field that we haven't seen before. Not necessarily saying I will like it for sure if that happens. But I was surprised by Let's Go, and I was fine. I was surprised by Legends, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I have much stronger feelings about what I don't want this year than I have feelings about what I do want this year. I know that I don't want Gen 10, because that would be ridiculous. I know that I wasn't a big fan of Let's Go, so Johto Let's so Go good. is not... Not what I'm I looking forward to. I, I don't think if they did that, it would be the same anyway. So I, I, my question whenever people say, oh, you know, what would they make a new Let's Go game is, my question is, what is a Let's Go game? Like, if you mean doing exactly the same that they did with Pikachu and Eevee, but with the Johto story and region instead, then no, I don't think, they're, they're, I don't think they'd ever do that. I, like, I, they, don't, they don't do that. They're never going to use the words Let's Go again hands down that too <laughs> that too they're not going to do that but no that's a good question al is when people say like 
Let's Go Johto, or even there was Let's Go Sinnoh. That was like a thing that happened for what, like a year and a half. When you say that, what what are you wanting? Because sometimes people mm-hmm. will say like, oh, I just want that style, but no catching mechanic. And to me, it's like that is that is that game. <laughs> it's the, yeah. the catching mechanic is that game. And I also don't think they would do that catching mechanic again. I think the legends catching is what they were working towards. And I can't see them going back to what Let's Go did. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I feel like Let's Go had a time and a place. That was when Pokemon Go was a new thing, and they were definitely jumping off of that, merging it into the main series games. And I don't think that's coming back. I think that was like just good marketing too. Like whether or not it worked, I think like slightly tying the name to Pokemon Go, like it is a catchy name, it's cute, uh, it it has the tie-in you want. But yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they repeat that name. I think it worked. It's the best. It's the the best or second best, depending on exactly what numbers you use, remake, if you yeah. count it as a yeah. remake. In the Pokemon Go groups I have, that was definitely one of the most played main series games amongst the Go players that I know, the serious Go players that I know. I think the the only thing that makes, or I would, I would have liked to see in that game is just traditional controls. That's it. Even if you have to get past the first gym to turn it on or whatever, you can technically have tri- traditional controls if you play on a switch light technically i think that was my problem is that they had the functionality they just you couldn't use a pro controller and you couldn't turn it off if you were playing on the tv it just it feels like they were so close to being having that and that's an accessibility issue you know and it's like i it really annoying that you have that ability and you have that functionality and you've just disabled it for certain controllers i remember the first time uh this is a side tangent I remember the first time I really thought about accessibility in Pokemon, uh, which I think Pokemon is really bad. I think Nintendo in general is really bad at accessibility. Um, But uh, the first time I really thought about it was in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And I was talking to players who struggled with the Ultra Wormhole stuff because it it was dexterity based and it was motion control. And I play a lot of games. Um, So like to me, that wasn't a problem. But I think sometimes people overlook that Pokemon is really convenient for people who play slower, don't have super fast reflexes. Um, You can like think about a lot of things because not a lot of things in Pokemon are action based. And what's funny is I'm saying all that and you can apply that to pretty much people who didn't like Legends Arceus because it is an action RPG. And that's totally okay. But that was that was what that game was clearly advertised as right, right like right, you right. wouldn't look at that game and go i'm gonna play that if you have those issues the the ultra wormhole issue thing was like that was like here's a random thing in the middle that suddenly requires real-time dexterity to get through the story <laughs> that and was you, the weird thing and about you could that. turn off the motion control but it's still after the first time after the first time <laughs> you couldn't do it in the, the one that mattered the one that you had to do to get through the story you couldn't turn it off for that one that's the one thing that bothered me about Let's Go was the forced motion control. And I think if that game just lets you use a pro controller, again, even if it was after like the catching tutorial or after like the first gym, you could like turn that on. I, I For me, I like I love Let's Go in like 10 more years when I'm like, oh, I want to go back to Let's Go. Like, I don't know if I want to pull out a Pokeball Plus to like throw. <laughs> anyway, side tangent. I don't think Let's Go Johto. <laughs> like, that's not saying I don't 
see a Johto remake in the future. I just don't think they ever use the words let's go again. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, and some people have said maybe a Legends-style historical Johto game, which I, amongst the Legends-style games people have suggested, I would actually be okay with that one. I would personally be terrified of a Legends uh, Unova. Don't want them to do that. Nope. But Legends Johto, I could see working out. But again, I feel like that's the team that's trying new things, so I don't really expect it to happen. Can I push back on the Legends Johto real quick? Oh, yeah. I feel like they've told all those stories. In my head, a a Legends, which I don't think they use that word again anyways, and I could go on about why I don't think Legends is ever going to be the word they use again. Is isn't the story the Burn Tower and like Ho Oh and the Suicune and Raiko and Entei? Like that's really the story that they kind of would tell, but they've told it so many times in so many different forms of media. <laughs> True. And also, that's... like if we're talking about mythical Pokemon, boy, they use Celebi and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's the other so, thing I was thinking of. I think that's fair, but I also think that that doesn't mean they can't come up with other things, right? Like you can have a world before those things. Would you look at Diamond and Pearl and go, oh, there's loads of old history here that I'm missing? There's nothing that you're like. Yeah. I mean, well, I think think that's why Legends works for Diamond and Pearl. (laughs) Because Diamond and Pearl is a game based on legendary Pokemon. That's its whole thing. (laughs) Personally, I want a Legends Terrapagos, but I don't think that's happening. Real quick with the Legend stuff. Like, I can totally, like, if you do Legends, like an older style Johto, yeah, like I think that makes sense. You could even maybe make the argument of like Legends Unova because it's like, oh, what was the original dragon? How do you merge that together, right? You can't apply Legends to Sun and Moon. Like that game isn't about legendary Pokemon. It's not about like this old myth. It is about Ultra Beast. So that word doesn't even work there. And you can't apply it to Scarlet and Violet because again, that game is about future and past so like just the word legend doesn't work there like that game is about paradox Uh, i guess you could maybe apply it to like x and y but that has to do with like that's not even a legendary pokemon that has to do with a three thousand year old man with a floet like that's not even (laughs) like i think legends works because Sinnoh is so legendary based the whole thing revolves around either Dialga or Palkia and then Arceus and Garatina and here are three lake spirits that no one likes like uh (laughs) like there's just a lot of legendary Pokemon in that game I like the lake spirits (laughs) I just think I like like things there are other things you can do in the past that aren't directly related to the legendary Pokemon yeah, historical Pokemon games, I Which think, is, are... I, I think that's what people are looking for when they say they want a new Legends game. Yes. I don't think it's like, oh, we need to know about the history of these legendary Pokemon. I think it's, we want a game that's set in the past for yes. this region. Which is why I'm terrified of a Legends Unova. But... Even Legends <laughs> Unova, though, seems a little weird because one game, one game is... the bl- Black is, like, futuristic, and then white is more in the past. Like, you have White Forest and you have Black City. But like the, the like when you think about concepts of Pokemon games, Legends like to me the concept of oh, sorry the concept to me of Sinnoh is legendary Pokemon revolving around like Arceus and creating everything. And when I think of the stuff for Black and White, they even said what Black and White is. It's one one game is about truth and the other game is about ideals. 
So, like, I'm not saying I don't want a Legends-style game, but I just, like, they don't have to go to the past to do that. They can they can go to the future. Think... They can go to the same time. They can go to two years before. Yeah, <laughs> like... just a new story to revisit the old region. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It, it, I think the most likely thing that continues from Legends is the catching. Yes. Um, I think... Here's that... hoping. I... 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 Will they do a game set in the past in a previous in another region? Possibly. I, I I would doubt it, but possibly. Will they do the open area style that they did with Legends? No, they're not doing that again. I don't think. Um, but the catching, they would change it up. They wouldn't do it exactly the same. But I can absolutely see that coming in in a game. Probably not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe the year after. Who knows? But like, yeah, I think I can see I can see that coming. I mean, personally, I would love it if that became the norm for Pokemon games. But I know not everybody has that opinion. And it, it, in a way, it would be a shame if they completely removed the traditional catching of Pokemon because that is a thing that people well, really like for some it. reason. You just didn't you just didn't realize it, Al. You could just walk right up to a Pokemon and do the <laughs> traditional about, catching. But... <laughs> you forgot again. <laughs> I did forget again, apparently. So I, I would just like to clarify this as well, because I don't think I've been on since then. Um, it turns out I probably did do it because it seems there are some things you have to do to get to the end of the Arceus story. Yes. I um, think there are some forced catching. Yeah, which I, I did because I completed everything in that game. I did all of the quests and I did I didn't perfect all of the the dex entries, but I did everything else. But it's I think just I just not memorable. Just, I do, well, I just liked it so much and didn't really care for it that it just went from my brain. No, but I, <laughs> so. I I like the the fact that you have that new style of catching, and then again talking about accessibility for people who are not good at sneaking or rolling or trying to get behind somebody or. They just want to walk up and catch the old way. I think that's totally cool. And mm -hmm. it's nice that that game has that that option, whereas other games did not. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I still think my ideal would be legend style catching in the overworld. Then you had the option to go into an encounter. But if you faint the Pokemon, then you can choose whatever Pokeball you want, like in a raid. Yeah, I think that would awesome. be ideal. Yeah. Yes, and I would probably choose that option when doing the legends, because when you were just like running around throwing balls at the legends because they were not staying in, that <laughs> not fun. Oh yeah, you know the the forces of nature are in that game. Oddly enough, they have nothing to do with Sinnoh. And <laughs> Emerald yeah, that, does that's now. Clearly, that that well, that's the thing. That is clearly uh we wanted to put in an Amaris. Uh, and it just happened that that was a game that they put it in, <laughs> and therefore the rest of them had to be there. I don't, I don't really think it fits thematically either. So we're talking a little bit about accessibility features. Do we think in any future games we're going to see any sort of easy, medium, hard mode ever again? Ever again, especially in a black and white revisit of some sort. No. <laughs> I, I don't. Just, think I know so. that's something people have wanted, and I know it would help some people. To have mm -hmm. actually preset modes. I think this is not any fault to Game Freak or anyone who works on Pokemon games. I think it's really hard to implement a good, easy, normal, hard mode in games. I don't think a lot of games do it well. Uh, like, as, as, a, as a kid, 
I know when people are always like, Pokemon games, a kid's game. Like, Pokemon is for children. Why are you playing this kid's game? I beat Halo on the hardest difficulty. I don't know what that's called, like legendary or heroic or something. I was like 13 years old, and I did the, like, if I'm I'm thinking of what's a kid's game and what's not a kid's game, I don't know. I don't really consider Halo, like, a game for, like, seven-year-olds. But, like, should I have been playing Halo as 13? Eh, I mean, it was like shooting aliens, like whatever the hard mode and this whatever, like this is not to say Halo did or did not do hard mode correct, because I think there was like five difficulties. I just stood behind a wall and like kept shooting and it was painfully slow. But as a 13 year old, I had I had no responsibility. I had more time, the most time in the world. So like, yeah, I was able to be like, yeah, I beat Halo on the hardest difficulty as an actual baby, like 13 years old. It's like a baby. But it was just like, I don't think they did hard correctly or like, but like I didn't cheat. I just hid behind cover and shot very slowly until the room cleared out. And then I moved on like that was the whole game. And I'm going to put that the on line my LinkedIn is, that, that I did that. The line is also very fine between difficult and not fun. And so, like, would I play a difficult Pokemon game? Probably. But where's the point where I just go, I'm just not having fun anymore? But you wouldn't have to have it on, on hard mode. You no, could no, choose you wouldn't. the normal mode. Yeah, sure, sure. And some people like, like doing all of the all of the battles everywhere all the time constant i'm not saying that as a reason not to do it right because i'm not one of these people that's like because one of the arguments that people have for not having difficulty levels is oh if there's an easier one i will choose it and i don't want to choose it and it's like well then just just don't choose it you just it's like be, the people that are like yeah, this just, battle's so hard it was like you're just spamming max potions like or this battle's so easy it's just like you don't you're the yeah. one spamming the max yeah. but like no one's <laughs> telling you that you <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so it's not like oh i you know I, I can't trust myself not to choose the hard hard mode it's more just a case of like i'm not like what is fun and hard to me is different to a different person and so some people it's like oh well yeah hard for me is just more grinding it's like that well that's not fun i don't want to yeah. do that i'm definitely not going to exactly. choose it if that's what it means i I, um, I i can say that i i went through all of black two white two on hard mode i did it <laughs> it was not harder (laughs) and it's possible that they did it wrong but they gave every gym leader an extra pokemon all the gym leaders were like two or three levels higher they had different they had like better move sets i think they had like better evs and ivs but i I, look if you're if you're a fire gym i'm just gonna bring a water pokemon that's it it doesn't matter if you have one extra pokemon i'm just gonna hit surf one more extra time and like And I know there are like fan made games and all that stuff and they're intentionally hard and stuff. But that is that you are you are in such a minority for those kind of players. And that's cool that you like that, that you like that challenge and whatnot. But I think like if you're if if I'm going to say, like, do I want Pokemon to have a hard mode, easy mode? My answer is no, not because I don't want the games to be harder or or there should be easier. But I think. Like, I just understand that that time can go to something else. And that can and be... And that in the games, you can already make it harder or easier for yourself. That's right, That's the yeah. other thing. Like, so like I, guess I, it, I made Scarlet and Violet harder for myself because I, I only stuck to water-type Pokemon. And boy, did I struggle with Iona. Like, sh- sh- gosh, it took me like five times to beat her. But like, everyone else, pretty okay. But like, her? Ooh, that was tough. 
but I had fun doing that. And the game did was like, how dare you not have a grass starter? Like, no, I just uh, I went all water Pokemon. It was fun. <laughs> I'm pretty confident there wouldn't be a hard mode, like a harder mode than normal. I guess the question when you were talking about accessibility, I guess the question then would be, would they do an easy mode? Mm. Right. Which is like your, oh, I'm not. <laughs> they kind of did it for Let's Go. In what way? In like a parent or a friend or a significant other could jump oh, in. Cool. And then... Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that's and... easier. I wouldn't for... call it was that for sure easy easier mode. catching. Like that. That's for sure. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and because think... that game is catching, I feel like that's, you know. <laughs> that is, I mean, no, that's a good point, though. That is a way that you can do that while doing something different. So it's not just like, oh, everything's easier. You actually go it's easier because of this feature that we've put in that you can optionally choose yeah and uh, yeah but i wouldn't interesting... ever consider that an accessibility feature if you're requiring another player uh, I, look the amount of streamers i saw just hold two joy cons in their hand and just double catch everything <laughs> true that was very possible i think i did that at one point <laughs> i guess the question would be what what would be the purpose of an easy mode in a Pokemon game? In a lot of games, the easy mode tends to be like a cinematic thing where I'm in it for yeah. the story, right? Mm -hmm. So don't give me difficult things because I want to... Are people coming to Pokemon games for the story? Um... Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I haven't played Baldur's Gate 3, but I do know Baldur's Gate 3 has normal, hard, and easy. But when they say easy, it is literally like, I only care about the story, minimal combat. Mm -hmm. And I know people who are that, that's why they're playing Baldur's Gate is literally for the story and the choices and to make two characters kiss. That is like 99% of Baldur's Gate <laughs> is like, who can we make date each other and kiss? And so that makes sense that they have a pretty ultimately like, I only care about the story, minimal combat. I don't know how hard the hard mode I is in Baldur's Gate. I tell you what you could do is a focus. We've talked previously about the Pokemon games not really having a focus option, right? You are, the point of these games is to catch all the Pokemon and to be good at battling. You could do an easy mode where you remove one of those or you reduce one of those so significantly that it doesn't really matter. And so it's like, I don't care about battling. I have never cared about battling with Pokemon. I care about catching Pokemon. And so giving you the option to say, which of these do you care about? And you can say all of them, or you can say one of them, and that would reduce battling or reduce requirements for catching. That's the sort of thing you could also do, which would give you not, it's not, because like, I'm, I'm a strong, a strong believer that accessibility is important, but it is also important for people in general. Like, the best accessibility features are accessibility features that aren't just built with one particular thing in mind that never affect anybody else. But there's something that actually everybody ends up benefiting from is a really good way of doing it. Because you get people going, and I'm not saying that something that only benefits somebody with a particular disability is bad. You but read I my think, mind. <laughs> I think when you're able to then make that, and it also advantages everyone else if you want it to, you get buy-in from normal people as well. And you go, oh, yeah, I see how that's a really good thing then. Um, which, yeah, it's a bit sad that people have to be explained. But <laughs> being able I... to take that and also give us an, another good thing would also be really, really would be cool. But... Yeah, that kind of reminds me of 
one way that I'd imagined Pokemon games going as a kid where you could choose to be a Pokemon collector or you could choose to be a Pokemon professor or a trainer and you would basically have a role and you would aim to be the best in that role. And I guess in some ways that makes sense, but that also feels limiting to me personally. I don't know if that feels like a better thing to me. When we were describing an easy mode that focused on the story, that makes sense to me. That's something I would even potentially like, though I probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> but having a game where you basically just say, hey, I don't like battles at all. I am going to be a Pokemon collector. I don't want to see any of the other things. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Well, I mean, play Legends. There's only like seven battles in that entire game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I would turn any of those on for my first playthrough of the game. But see, on my fourth playthrough of Scarlet and Violet, if I could have said, I want no battles, I would have checked that box so fast, right? <laughs> like, I, I was not, with the fourth playthrough of those games, I was not in it for any of that. I was in it for the game being done so I could do the raids, right? That was the point. Not, not to force shifting gears, but I don't want this episode to be five hours long. <laughs> I think I think for Pokemon Day we're we're going to get release dates for the soundtracks. We know they're coming. The Scarlet and Violet, Legends Arceus. I don't know if they said BDSP, but I don't think they did. I don't think they did, but Scarlet and Violet. Isn't the BDSP soundtrack already out there somewhere? Yeah, I think they gave it without away for free. I think that was last yeah. year's Pokemon Day where you could go to a website and download it for personal yeah, use. Yeah, that was it. That so, wasn't the one that was on the weird app that appeared for like a few months and then died. No, I don't think <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it was that. So uh, the the actual thing, I get this question all the time because I, I play Pokemon music when I'm like setting up stream or when I'm like going to the bathroom and people are like, Steve, where do you get the music from? I got it from iTunes. Yes, you've heard it. <laughs> Apple iTunes. They still sell all of the Pokemon music on iTunes. Uh, uh, Pokemon made a deal with Apple at some point. This is why the Pokemon music is not on Spotify or YouTube. Um, oh, wow, look, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, just not buy Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know how long that deal is. I don't know if Scarlet and Violet and Sword and Shield is going to go up on iTunes. Uh, in Japan, CDs are still really popular. So, like, you can already import the Scarlet or you can at least pre-order the Scarlet and Violet Sword and Shield CDs from Japan. It's like six or seven discs. The announcement would be, is it going to go to iTunes? Is there going to be CDs in America? Are they going to sign a new deal with Spotify? Like, don't know. Unsure. But I would assume they would be talking about the music for Pokemon Day. Just to go through all the events, there has been a cafe remix. They talk about it every Pokemon Day since it's existed. I suspect that it will be talked about again. Pokemon Masters, they have always done a specific sync pair. Uh, last year was May and Latias. The year before that was Leon and Charizard. The year before that was Red and Charizard. So I would, I would, I wouldn't even be like, geez, at this point, I'm Lico and Springatito. Like, I, who knows? <laughs> Probably a legendary. Yeah. So I would or expect. Or it would be Sarah and whatever the. <laughs> So I'd, I would suspect Masters, new pair, probably 3,000 free gems if you log in today, 100 sync pairs like they always do. Uh, Pokemon Sleep event, I think we talked about that. There's no way they don't bring up Pokemon Sleep. They don't bring up how many downloads it has, how many people are sleeping. 
I have question marks next to these. Does TCG Live get any recognition slash an update? No. <laughs> I wouldn't expect it. I wouldn't hold my breath for it. We don't even. I mean, still... we know that we know we know that the issues of new features in the old online app were not because the developers didn't want to do that, right? So I don't know why that would change. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dire Wolf Digital did want to fix a lot of things. They just uh -huh. were not allowed to. <laughs> exactly. I don't. I don't see that changing. The app is the app is. There might be some bug fixes at some point, and obviously they'll update it with the new cards. But that's all they're doing. Um, they they did make a big deal about Hawaii or about Japan last year for Worlds. Are they going to bring up Hawaii this year? <laughs> I feel like they can't bring it up without saying we've also done another donation. Have people forgotten America? Yes, because America moves on from things very quickly. Well, that's the thing, and and I I can't see many other like because it because it's america so if i if I, if america isn't caring about it i can't see other people caring about it yeah it's just it's just not i mean i to be fair i don't watch a lot of news but like hannah you can correct me but i feel like no one is talking about hawaii right now well there was an earthquake there yesterday but um <laughs> pretty sizable one mostly on the big island i'm pretty sure but I haven't heard anything about the wildfires in a while, except for my friends who live there, where, I mean, there are still issues. I'm still not super happy that Worlds is going to be there. But they'll probably mention it. They're probably excited to go vacation there for Pokemon. It's happening. Yeah, <laughs> it can't not happen. <laughs> when they announced their initial donation, which I don't remember how much it was, that they said that this was the first of their donations. I didn't. I think they said that this was not their only donation. I don't even know if they bring it up just because it's a touchy subject. I don't think they would. The amount the amount they donated was two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, two hundred thousand. Yeah, I I think they probably know that the positivity of the people who are excited about it probably massively overrides the people who are still wary and upset yeah, about it. And so I sure. think they talk about it and they go, hey, we're excited about this. And then they move on. They probably don't focus on it too much, but they, I think they mention it. Yeah. Like they're doing it in Hawaii because people love Hawaii, right? <laughs> like the, Well, they're, they're also doing, doing it because, because of... it's halfway between Japan and the United States and those are the two biggest <laughs> player bases. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> I bet that doesn't make the flights cheap, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> maybe slightly cheaper than Calif. No, California flying to California is probably cheaper. Yeah, than to Hawaii. I feel obligated to go because there's so much Pokemon news there, and I like report on it and stuff. I've I've talked about this before. Like Hawaii has never been on my list of places to visit. Because it feels to me like a very outdoor touristy place, and I'm not that big of an outdoor touristy person. Like, I like walking outside, I like seeing things, but like, I'm not a beach person, I'm not a surfing person, I'm not a let's climb this volcano person. <laughs> you like playing Pokemon Go, the weather is good. There are ways that you can do it better than others. There are ways that you can go and uh, uh, support. 
Native Hawaiians more so than big hotel chains, Airbnb, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm 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 probably going to go but I have to look into like what is the what, what is the good way to travel there. And I I probably wouldn't like with Japan it was like okay, I'm going to arrive like a week early, I'm going to stay a week late cuz it's so much effort to get there and plus like man papa pikachu made me work in japan like i had to be up at like six o'clock every morning so like i didn't even get to do the japan stuff until after the world tournament but if in the hawaii situation i think it's literally go there do the tournament leave maybe have one extra day or rest and then leave but yeah i don't i don't know if they if they bring that up sleep tcg live cafe remix pokemon go I'm sure they'll mention Sinnoh Tour being a, a success or something. Um, Pokemon Masters EX, Pokemon Unite. Like, that's that's a lot of time in a presen presentation just dedicated to side games. And I think they mention all of those. Like, I don't think we don't. Yeah. It would be very weird if they don't mention Unite, Go, EX, Sleep. I just thought of something. So, obviously, just to preface this, they're not bringing the main series games to Nintendo Switch Online. That's just not happening. Oh, yeah. It's not happening. Also, but, we, I did look up numbers for this because people think, like, why don't they just bring the games? It should just be easy, easy money. All six of those versions, red, blue, yellow, technically green, I guess, in Japan, crystal, gold, silver, combined only sold 1.5 million. That's seven yeah. games. This is why I said ignore it in my thing I was talking about earlier with all the sales. The... <laughs> But here's a question. What if, I don't think they'll do this, but what if they brought the second trading card game and translated it and we finally were able to play it in English and they put that on instead? Oh, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. Was the announcement of the first one, uh, that was in a Nintendo Direct, it, right? It, it was. Yeah, it was a Nintendo yes. Direct. Because uh, that, that was in their initial Game Boy's coming and here's a bunch of games and it included the trading card game. Yeah, so I would almost expect it to be in a Nintendo Direct announcement rather than a Pokemon Day announcement, if that happened. Possibly, but we're probably getting that around the same sort of time anyway. So I could I could see, well, I mean, I, I expect the Nintendo Direct next week. Maybe they announce it in that and then they reiterate it in Pokemon Day the week after. That's definitely possible. Here's what I want. I don't care. No, I don't care about Black and White. Don't care about Scarlet and Violet DLC. Don't care about Johto. Give me the Chinese version of Pokemon Quest. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> that is what I want for Pokemon yeah. Day. Yeah. That game looks <laughs> awesome. There's so much more of that game now. Yeah, they're up to... They're up to Galar, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, because they put Zashian and Zamazenta in that game. And they're a little cute. Yeah, I know I've seen Eternatus in Pokemon Quest. Yeah. <laughs> Cube style. Pokemon Quest is the only spin-off Pokemon game that Game Freak has made. Fun fact. They have made, obviously, other spin-offs like Tembo and Pocket Card Jockey and stuff like that. But it's the only spin-off Pokemon game Game Freak has made. They made it for this. They came out around the same time. Well, they came out before Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Don't know how many people worked on it. Well, I guess you could look at the credits. The Chinese version is not made by Game Freak. They sold it to a different company, and I don't remember what that company is called. But China has a lot of these games are exclusive to China. I, I, br br bring it, bring it, bring it over here. Give, give, rename it Pokemon Quest Two. 
Bring it over here. Give us the full thing. I think that game is so fun, so charming. The microtransactions in that game were like completely fair. They were really easy to ignore. Otherwise, I think it was like uh, like three fifteen dollar purchase packs that you could get, and then you didn't really have to spend any more money. Like what a what a great game! I would love to see that. That's what that's what I would love to see. I agree. It's not going to happen, but uh, yeah, I, I I would I would love it as well. Like I mean, this is the thing. It's so many years since it. Uh, they could have done it at any point. I don't think they're now going to decide that it's now. The problem is as well as the license would mean they probably have to pay quite a lot to get it right, to to, yeah. to release it outside of China, and they probably wouldn't make a lot of money on that. Like some of us would love it and would play it but i don't think a humongous number of people would i think i think quest would have failed if it sat on a retail shelf for like 40 bucks i think mm. how oh, they yeah, did definitely. it as free was like the right way to do it is the chinese version because i think the the original was on mobile and switch, switch right is the chinese one on both as well i think it's only mobile. Or is it just mobile i right. don't think it's switch at all i think it's just mobile well, and that that i think increases my confidence they wouldn't do it because they're not they're not going to pour it onto switch and i don't think they would release it without it being on switch yeah i i, I don't think it's coming well it's what i want though <laughs> yeah, that's fair that's fair we're talking about what we want not necessarily what we think is going to happen <laughs> it's what i want you know just uh, as a sp- the the last thing i have and if you guys have anything else that's cool is i think it was such a big deal that pokemon partnered with tencent do Pokemon Unite and Pokemon partnered with uh, Namco Bandai, Bandai Namco. I'm not sure the order for Pokemon Tournament and new Pokemon Snap. I think that we we see or I wouldn't be surprised if we see another like partnership like that for some sort of new game. I would love to see Pokemon partner with like Hoyoverse because Hoyoverse is killing it when it comes to like their games. Like Genshin, uh, Honkai Star Rail, like just completely dominating the mobile charts and what they do. Um, huge Chinese company. So it would be cool to see them partner with an established game brand for something new. Because I, I, I think everyone liked new Pokemon Snap and that was, that was the same people who did Pokemon Tournament. You know, people like Pokemon Unite. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's going to be the kind of thing that we just can't predict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part. Unless they're going to continue some spinoff series and just hand it over to a new company. But that seems... Well, you seems know, what, like... what, what's Chunsoft doing nowadays? Another mystery dungeon for, for, uh, for us all. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, I, th- I mean, they absolutely could do something brand new. Um, I, I think... I'm trying to remember. Unite wasn't announced at all in a... Pokemon it was announced Day. a week after Pokemon Day. They said in yeah. Pokemon Day that we have another announcement. That was weird. <laughs> that was I weird. I remember that, yeah. That was weird. The I, think, I think that's, that... that was probably just like Tencent wanting their own... Probably. Their own spotlight. Yeah. So just just as a quick point, the, the um, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl soundtrack, I was right. It was only up for three months. Yeah, so it was. I think I downloaded they... it. I think I downloaded the first day because I was like, oh, I bet they're pulling yeah. this. Yeah, it went up in February, went down in May of the same year. Um, so that is what I was thinking of. Okay. 
I hadn't thought of it as an app. I'd thought of it as a website. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Web app, <laughs> website, whatever. Terminology doesn't matter. But yeah, no, I just, I, I double checked. Yeah, it was wild. How yeah, it was real short. That disappeared. <laughs> it's three months is long enough to be on the internet forever, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, sure, sure. But legality, Steve, sure, we, don't, sure. uh, we, we do not uh, condone piracy give, on this podcast. I cannot give Apple $9.99 to, to download it, is what you're saying. Like yeah. I can for Black Two White Two soundtrack. All right, that I, I I'm I'm out of things on my little my little notepad. Anything else you guys want to see or that we didn't talk about? The only other thing I can think of predictions wise is just sort of speculating about what features from the DLC we think may be hinting at things in future games because we have seen the DLC kind of bring in new features before. And if we think there are anything, anything's in Blueberry especially that may be implemented in future games like uh, Poke Park 3 with the Synchro Machine. I don't know who made Poke Park. <laughs> Side note, though, because that made me think of it, Hannah. I would, this is a really early prediction. I think Gen 10 takes place in China because of the Treasures of Ruin. Yeah, the treasures. Oh, interesting. Creatures developed book park creatures oh Inc. well you know it took him like 10 years to make detective pikachu too so what's another <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't make many games <laughs> they're most, they mostly just doing those models they sure don't <laughs> there's no way <laughs> like like i was like oh maybe pokey park 3 but man the the time they took to make detective pikachu i, I don't see that happening <laughs> <laughs> You got anything else, sorry. Al? You're like intensely No, reading. sorry. I fell down a Wikipedia hole there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I closed no. the tab. We're all good. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of I, new features from the DLC that that may be leading. I think the Synchro Machine is the most likely thing that we're going to see whatever it was that they won, that, that vision was, is going to come in, in a future game. That's definitely not happening this year. Um, yeah, probably not. But, I would uh, say the opposite. Yeah. I would say Pokemon's very good at adding features and then completely scrapping them for future games. <laughs> I, I think you're, you're right, but I think that there are some some of the features, they never reappear, but then sometimes you see in the next version of that what they wanted to do. Like when we talked about the the legends catching, like I, that very much feels to me like it was the let's, the let's go vision, but they didn't do it in that game. Um, I also think like things like the um omega ruby and alpha sapphire soaring that was clearly yep. a want to go towards an open world type game with that sort of stuff and we didn't see it for multiple more games but it still came back mm -hmm. soaring was a thing following pokemon has been a thing that we've seen them test out in yeah. sword and shield dlc and that actually showed up in the newer games we saw still doesn't uh, work the that DLC great but you know <laughs> <laughs> kind of expand the wild area out to the full islands that they had there instead of just condensed into the wild area and then locked in the single point of view for the rest of the game. So that was another thing we saw with the DLC there that expanded into Scarlet and Violet and Legends even. Yeah. I'm just trying to find hints, <laughs> hints for what we might see in the future. But I think, I think the Synchro Machine is the one that really mm. seems like something they may build on to me. Yeah, I also wonder whether it was also a way of thinking about biomes differently. Um, because 
the way that the Blueberry Academy works compared to the other regions is very different. Like, it's very stark. Here are the biomes. Whereas in other ones, they kind of bleed into each other a lot more. Um, there's not like, I mean, obviously there's like, there's the mountain with the snow, but it's not like there's a hard line that's very clear demarcation between oh, them and stuff like that. That that kind of leads into something I'd thought about with the way they made Blueberry Academy. I don't remember whether I've said this on the podcast before. The dimensions and how close everything is together mm. in Blueberry is unrealistic but in a good way things are closer together than they could realistically be there are paintings that do this that just look amazing vistas but the mountain is way closer than it ever could be in real life with with real sizes of everything yeah proportions um and that's not how the rest of paldea is paldea is much more realistic much more spread out and i guess i'm curious to see whether future games will be more blueberry just because one of the things i remember everybody talking about with the main game of scarlet and violet was that paldea wasn't super fun to explore the traversal yeah, was something people didn't enjoy that much and blueberry i think they improved it with the proportions and with the density of everything except Being for the savannah flying. that place sucks it's too laggy the savannah is uh, <laughs> laggy yes it's the laggiest one <laughs> Yeah. But they also added flying as well, which changes things quite yes, a bit. Yes, the, the flying kind of mixes into the synchro machine in my head, thinking maybe in future games they would have better traversal for all the Pokemon mm -hmm. with the flying aspects, because you can't actually fly with flying Pokemon in the synchro machine. Which is wild. You also can't jump, which is <laughs> yep, also no. really you, you can't actually go between the biomes or get into the thing in the the center area because you can't jump you can't get over the ledges the doors have ledges you need to ride karide on yeah well all right i think that's our episode <laughs> sorry no low no, energy fine. speculating <laughs> if i saw you at sino go tour it was good to meet you if i didn't see you sorry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me look at the calendar. All right, so this comes out on the 19th, so we will still have one more episode before Pokemon Day, and then maybe we'll do like a small bonus episode or something uh, after Pokemon Day. Unsure. Maybe, again, it could be a very exciting Pokemon Day, or it could be uh, 2017 Pokemon Day, and boy, look at... <laughs> I, I encourage you to maybe look at the 2017 Pokemon Day and go, wow, that was bad, because <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it could was be not a good. forgettable a forgettable anime focused pokemon day or a memorable anime focused pokemon day either way we know I'll, it's going to be an anime focused pokemon day <laughs> 20, 2017 was ultra sun ultra moon wasn't it and they yes they, didn't they announced even announce it that then that the, was announced in may they announced the yeah, <laughs> ultra sun ultra moon in, in may they didn't announce it for pokemon day yeah 2017 was pikachu with party hat for the first time and go Pokemon gallery oh, that's figures. That's exciting. Why are, you, why are you making it out like it wasn't a good day then? That was great. <laughs> they weren't shiny though. That was the first time they appeared. <laughs> I literally, this is literally everything they announced in 2017. Pikachu with party hat for the first time in Go. Not shiny because shinies were not a thing yet. Uh, the Pokemon gallery figures were added to Pokemon Center, which were like the, the, the $30 <laughs> plastic figures that were not that great. Um, and then Pokemon movies were added to Pokemon TV 
Amazon Prime Video and um uh and Hulu. That was it. That was that was your 2017 Pokemon Day. That was the wow. same year Ultra Sun Ultra Moon came out, but they did not talk about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon no. during Pokemon Day. That was that was right before that was around E3. Um but not necessarily oh, E3. Yeah. Wasn't the first community day around there sometime? Uh yes, but I think they talked about that in January. Got it. Yeah, I think it was a January one. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean I do think that they're probably th- that those sorts of ones are are less cuz like before 2013 they never did anything on Pokemon Day. 2016 anyway. was the first ever Pokemon Day, yeah. Was it not did they not announce um X and Y on Pokemon Day in 2013? Uh I don't know when that? X and Y was announced, but they they started celebrating Pokemon Day in 2016 because that was the 20th anniversary. So before that was either like Nintendo or just like they, they had Pokemon announcements, but not Pokemon Day uh, as was, a celebration. It was January uh, they announced X and Y. So, yeah. Yeah. So for some reason, they I like when they announced the Sword and Shield DLC, which was <laughs> 2020, they announced it yeah. in January. That one was very weird because, like, that wasn't like, oh, we don't want to announce it yet. Why was it announced so, yeah, like a month before Pokemon? That's yeah, like, what, what was it? Like, it wasn't coming out till November. Or you couldn't wait another month. <laughs> like, that was so weird. The only thing I I guess is, like, maybe they wanted to make stockholders happy or something. Um, but Pokemon Day is still before the end of the financial year. Yeah, well, like, yeah, that's why it was like. Anyway. Whatever. There'll be some. There'll be some very weird niche management reason. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Al. Uh, we will be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super. Don't forget that a Cerulege card with a Pokemon Day stamp <laughs> exists, so. and apparently you have to buy stuff to get it. Effective. It's true. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers, starting with Stephen, Kay, Tone, Stuart, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Josh, Jessica, Fumes, Courtney, Brian, Brady, and a huge shout out to our executive producer of Spencer. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you would like your name read at the end of the episode or you just want to support or you just want to support our podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t to support the show and to join our patreon thank you so much for listening and we'll see you all next week